0: It's, it's a side benefit that is so cost-effective, so wildly cost-effective, um, compared to filling up my tank every week. The next, train arriving. The, next the next stop. The
1: next stop.
0: The next stop. Metro's podcast.
1: I'm Laura Whitley. In this episode of The Next Stop, the second part of our two-part series on Star Van Poole. Today we get an insider's view to what life is really like to share your commute with a group. We're here now with John Dang, who is a vanpool captain, and uh, we have come out to his workplace today to learn a little bit more about how vanpool works uh, from the driver and rider's perspective. And John, vanpool captain, does that come with a cape?
0: Uh, no, but it does come with a captain's hat. So. Apparently, when they signed us on, Metrostar, was very excited about us because we are one of the youngest vanpools. Uh, our company itself is very young. And so I figured I might as well have fun with it. So when they made me vanpool captain involuntarily, uh, I decided to have fun with it. So it was right after Halloween, actually, when we first started. So I bought a captain's hat and a friend had a fake beard. And so I was the captain for that day. It was great.
1: Lovely. Very nice. Now, your uh, van pool is interesting because many of the van pools operate coming from the outskirts of uh, the city, the greater Houston area, coming into town, Med Center, downtown, that type of thing. Your van pool is a little different. Can you talk, tell me about that?
0: Yeah, no worries. When they First, describe their shock that we wanted to vanpool. Uh, It made a lot of sense. Most of the people I knew who vanpooled came from Katy or Cyprus or some suburb of Houston coming in. Uh, We are in the Heights. So we are inside the loop. We're inside the city. You live in the Heights. We live in the Heights, correct. Mm -hmm. And we all vanpool out out to Pasadena, Texas. So that's about a 20-mile commute. And so it's just the opposite direction, which is great for traffic, but it's just unconventional from what I hear in the vanpool world.
1: Certainly, but it makes sense. I drove over here to meet you today uh, from our offices downtown in downtown Houston, and I came midday. Uh, It still took a a good 20 minutes, and it's a little bit of a a circuitous route uh, to get here. So, um, And you're working at Pinnacle Art, and it's an uh, engineering consulting firm. That's correct. And so the drive in the mornings, I imagine, can be a little more tricky when you do add traffic on top of it.
0: Yeah, the mornings... They they can get a little tricky, but it's it's the afternoons that get you because regardless, I think there's just traffic everywhere, and so in the mornings probably about thirty five minutes to get into work, and um, the afternoons it could be it could be bad, so it could be up to fifty minutes.
1: So let's talk about this. So your van pool uh, here at Pinnacle Art has only been uh, in. Uh, you guys, an operation for about a little over six months, um, and um, so tell me about your commute. What was it like before you started van pulling?
0: Before van pulling, essentially, kind of what most Americans do every morning: get ready, get in the car, start driving. Uh, my general notion was to get in as early as possible to avoid as much traffic as possible. So I would it It varied from time to time but i I would get in any time between six and seven thirty. I try to avoid the the peak hours as best i can, and that mean meant I could leave early as well i would i would leave uh between four and five
1: but but still hit probably a lot of traffic even though you were trying to get it
0: here right yeah. the return the return is still always the most difficult part of it, so it was just a lot more logistics, a lot more gasoline um and just. Just you had to be much more conscious about what you do with your time, and to be honest, I'm a naturally rushed person, so I, I found myself like constantly in quote air quoting out of time, but having to constantly rush from one thing to another just because I could, and I would just choose to leave super early, even though there were some things I needed to take care of in the morning. I generally skip my breakfast, as an example, so things like that.
1: You gotta eat your breakfast.
0: <laughs> That's what they say.
1: <laughs> so let's talk about life now. Um, what is that like when you're drive to work? First of all, how many uh, folks carpool or vanpool with you?
0: There is between, in every day, there's probably between eight and I want to say 12 people in the van at any point in time. It's The vanpool is actually larger than that, but generally we circulate around. Because we do, a lot of us have activities in the evenings and we can't make it, or we have Activities in the morning, we can't make it and so we probably have, you know, 15 16 people total but probably 8 to 12 ride each day and My my daily schedule It's interesting how it, it shifted based off the vanpool time the biggest The biggest thing about vanpool is that you will have to compromise because you're trying to adjust with other people's schedules So you're trying to make what works best for everyone as opposed to just yourself. Again, that's a, that's the compromise that comes with the all the other benefits that come with the vanpool. Uh, due to that fact, we have chosen to leave around seven a.m. and then we leave work at five p.m. So, in my opinion, <laughs> uh, like that, those would not be times that I would choose personally, but it works best for everybody. And to be honest, that's fine. And
1: do you have time to eat breakfast?
0: That means in the mornings, <laughs> even though even though the time I leave for work has shifted, I've essentially maintain the same wake-up time, which is unfortunately like 5.30. <laughs> and But that also means instead of like rushing through my morning in order to get out the door, I now actually can work out, read a little bit, and uh, even eat breakfast on those amazing days uh, before I can get un- into the van. And then oftentimes, I know I'm being interviewed as a driver So oftentimes I don't have to drive because we have so many drivers available as well. So that's a huge, huge blessing, and that fact for my schedule at least.
1: So you guys start off around seven o'clock, and how does it work? Do you meet at a do Do you go and pick everybody up? Does everyone meet at one central location?
0: We meet at one central location. So there's a a grocery store nearby that we park at, and we all just rally there. We have um, a suggested arrival time and a drop dead time. People usually arrive at the drop dead time and then we pile into the van and then we go from there. Uh, we chose a grocery store just simply because after work, oftentimes it's really handy. We were debating between a grocery store and a brewery, but we, were de- <laughs> we, we would usually go into the grocery store and grab anything we needed and go home. And it just seemed to fit everyone's uh, needs and it was more central location as well.
1: Well, in the heights, maybe you could find like a coffee shop and a brewery like next to each other. That'd you could ideal. do that. that. No, it's very true. In the morning <laughs> and the evening, that's a that's yeah. a
0: win win. That's for sure. There you go.
1: Yeah, um, certainly not if you're driving. <laughs> <So> then, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> of course. No. What advantages have you found with van pooling just in the drive alone from the heights down to Pasadena each day?
0: The van pool ride itself down to Pasadena is about the same as a normal thing, just because again, traffic's not quite as bad. It may take slightly longer just because it's a big van to move around. But uh, the the best part about it is probably just the simple fact that you can get started on your work, you could have conversations, you can sleep a little longer, um, using that time more effectively. So now that was 35 minutes that we previously would have just been focused on driving, now all but one of us is essentially able to do other things, whatever they want really. And that is a huge mental load off all of us, to be quite honest. And I enjoy it for being able to get ready for the day. Um, Either there's people in the van I actually need to talk to because I'm going to be talking to them later today, I have a meeting with them. Or it could be a matter of just, I'm able to go through my emails and get the day set and ready to go so I can hit it hard when I arrive at 8 a.m. instead of the usual delays.
1: So in terms of, it almost sounds like you're talking about quality of life.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of utility added by just simply not having to drive myself um, by taking the vanpool.
1: And then what about on the way home? I guess you guys can't use the H O V lanes because you're
0: they they switch it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which we always just stare at the H O V lane while we're driving and We
1: need that uh, bi-directional. Yeah, why not two
0: directions? How about that? There's it's in uh, that
1: Metro Next plan. (laughs) Very nice,
0: good marketing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely something that we think about a lot, and we hypothesized, you know, a bunch of engineers hypothesizing how to decrease traffic in Houston. But again, it's it's the same idea that. Um, while the commute is, is for me personally, is a little bit longer, maybe five, ten minutes, not a ton. Um, a little bit longer because of the size of the van and the time we leave. At the end of the day, it's great conversations in the van. You can relax. You can read. You can, you know, like there's a variety of things that happen in the van, which is just awesome. And being able to use that time well. It's no longer an hour of downtime or 45 minutes of downtime. But rather, 45 minutes of whatever you wanted it to be, unless you're the driver <laughs> for that time.
1: Interesting. Now I gotta know how did how were you chosen as the driver or the captain? Although you said there are other people that help in that response.
0: Yeah, no worries. Uh, so we were having the initial vanpool meeting with MetroStar, and I had to get my laptop worked on by the IT department. So I left the meeting, and when I came back, I was the vanpool captain. And apparently, just because I'm I'm I'm, I'm fairly responsible, apparently. That's what they consider me. And that's how I became a van pool captain and the first driver. And here we are.
1: (laughs) Awesome. So make sure your computer's working at other times, right? Yes, exactly.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I never leave meetings now. That's a terrible idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So you left the meeting and you you were elected. Exactly.
0: Yes, exactly. Anointed if they would. Yes, exactly. Well,
1: at least you got a hat. Yes, Exactly. Um, it, you know, one of the things I'm picking up, hearing you talk about it, is um, sort of a sense of community too that we sometimes we miss when we're in our cars by all alone, but all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I understand why people talk on the phone in their car, but I don't approve of it just because of safety reasons. But within the van pool, I remember taking. Just an impersonal poll asking people what, why do you like the vanpool, and like how would you rank that thing? The things I discussed were cost. Um, I discussed not driving, which is you know that is a real thing, and simply just talking to people and and just getting to know them and and hanging out and spending time together. And surprisingly, uh, that third item, the community aspect, was fairly high. It was either two. Sometimes it was one for me. I can afford to not do van pool, but it's it's a side benefit that is so cost effective, so wildly cost effective um, compared to filling up my tank every week. And but to be honest, I I just love spending time with other people and being able to use that time well. And and surprisingly, again, the community aspect was such a high ranker within the van.
1: And let's talk about that. Co- you said wildly cost effective as yes. well. Um, Let's talk about the savings. that yeah. we've Encountered. Yeah.
0: So if I am driving my small mid, uh, yeah, midsize SUV, whatever it is, and I'm filling up for thirty to forty dollars a tank a week, um, assuming that gasoline prices stay low, and compare that to instead doing the van pool where we have you know fifteen sixteen people signed up and we have divided our cost equally regardless if you are part time or full time, uh, the running cost. Whenever I send out the the Venmo requests, have been about fifteen dollars a month. So fifteen dollars a month to ride to work, and it actually, to be honest, that that low low cost makes me want to ride more um, because it's just so cheap. And it's like, yeah, that time isn't important. So unless something imperative is happening in the afternoon or evening, I ride the vanpool if I can, and that's how it is. So fifteen bucks a month, that's not too bad to get to work and Wow,
1: back. that's. And that includes everything, because because you guys are responsible for what costs.
0: We are responsible for the the gasoline, the rental of the vehicle itself, and just making sure. Like I assume, if we destroy it, like that's going to be on us. But right. <laughs>
1: but it's ma- the maintenance. The, the
0: maintenance uh-huh. I think is included, is included. in that, uh-huh. right? So to be honest, it's mostly the gas and the the rental of it itself. So a lot. The low cost is also because Pinnacle Energy cares about making sure people carpool as much as we can and they have uh, they support us financially in helping stipend the the total cost. So that's I was gonna ask you that. Does
1: your employer help uh, contribute to the cost of the
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It would be a totally different cost if if not for Pinnacle ART's like dedication for this van pull effort.
1: So it's fifteen dollars a month per person per month.
0: Correct. It, not including uh, the stipend. Not including your stipend. Right, right. Which we don't talk about, really. Because, sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but that's a wonderful benefit. And I guess even if your employer didn't contribute, let's say it was $50 a month, mm-hmm. comparative to $50 a week, right, what right. you were paying, not even talking about the, the wear and tear on your vehicle.
0: Right, exactly. And that that after taking this job in Pasadena, that was something I was concerned about, the, num- the just pure number of of hours and the number of miles being put on my vehicle but now it's like oh it's not as big of a deal
1: by the way do you guys have a like a fun like name for your van at this point Uh, (laughs) oh
0: i came up with a laundry list of names and none of them stuck i i would have to look up the document uh (laughs) like uh ludwig von beethoven because he rocks like 18 whatever Uh, i it was it was bad so i just made a a big list of potential names none of them stuck because they were all too punny and ridiculous and dad jokey uh what has seemed to have stuck so far is cappy we call our van cappy because it's missing a hubcap for some reason someone (laughs) walked into a grocery store parking lot and said man this van this one van hubcap I could really use, and so they, they took it. <laughs> but uh, that like should it. be replaced soon, but we'll hopefully keep the name Cappy.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, is this the first van uh, here at your workplace?
0: Yes, correct. So there was efforts to try to bring in other people uh, across the city, but to, strangely enough, the Heights was the highest density of people available for um, to do a van pool. Everyone else was scattered too too far apart. So Got it. even even Paraline, which is just next door, mm-hmm. just they were too scattered and it wouldn't have worked. As opposed to Heights, which is a higher density, I think, of population.
1: Well, it sounds like you guys may be some trendsetters over here. Right?
0: Yeah, we're trying. We're we're growing uh, uh, each month. It seems like uh, more people want to want to join in because either they moved to the Heights or whatever it may be, or they heard about it. Uh, but also, some people leave too because they they can't accommodate the schedule, and that's totally understandable. It's just whatever works best. Awesome.
1: So, well, John, dang. Van pool captain. Thank you so much for being with us today and telling us about your experience.
0: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.
1: If you're interested in finding out how to join a van pool or perhaps start one with your coworkers, call 713-224-RIDE. Or visit StarVanPool.com for more information. If you missed the first part of our series about Metro Star Van Pool, you'll want to check out episode 12. Of course, you can find all of our episodes at RideMetro.org or subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or SoundCloud and never miss one. And if you could please do me a favor and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it'll help us out a lot. I'm Laura Whitley. Thanks for listening. Until next time, drive less, do more with Metro.